0: This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. I'm thrilled to round out our show with our final guest, uh, Jeff Magiancalda, CEO at Coursera. Uh, Coursera is an incredible, um, incredible website that offers virtual learning courses from top universities around the country. Jeff, thank you so much for, for joining us.
1: Hi, Randy. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: So maybe uh, let's just jump right in. I mean, you were doing online and virtual learning before it was cool. Now the rest of the world has, uh, has caught up and, and needs it. So uh, what? how has uh, Coursera's business been impacted over, over the past few months?
1: Well, yeah, so Coursera was actually started by a couple of Stanford professors back in 2012. It, it was sometimes referred to as MOOCs, Massively Open Online Courses. And it really got a lot of early enthusiasm. And then uh, sort of a little bit of tension wore off a bit. Uh, There's been a long trend towards more students wanting to learn online, whether that's on YouTube or on Coursera or on other uh, platforms like edX and Udemy and, and, and Udacity. There's many more online platforms. And I think we've all seen a major surge in demand since the pandemic. At Coursera, we have about 69 million learners from around the world, 80% of them are outside of the U.S., who are coming to learn mostly business and technology and data science. Generally, it's the more career-relevant learning. But what COVID has done is that it has driven in, since March, 19 million new learners. It's up 370% from the same period a year ago, and 45 million course enrollments since mid-March, wow. which is up 450% since last year.
0: That's incredible. I mean, congratulations on that. Uh, Jeff, what do you think is going to happen for the future of higher education? And I know that's like the trillion dollar question. You know, none of us know really what's what's happening. But do you think we'll see fewer people getting kind of traditional college degrees?
1: You know, I think there's a difference between what kind of learning credential someone earns, whether that's a degree or an online course certificate or a professional industry certification and the way that they learn to get the credentials. So I believe that college degrees will still remain very valuable, especially in a world of higher unemployment and more job automation. I think people will be continuing to look for ways to distinguish themselves in the labor market, and college degrees is a great way to do that. Uh, There are a lot of new types of certificates coming out, though, and Google has a leading one on Coursera called the Google IT Support Professional Certificate. This is actually a five month online program designed by Google that teaches somebody with no college degree and no background in computers the skills they need to get an entry level job as an IT support professional. And so it's a really great on ramp for people who maybe don't have a college degree, maybe they don't have any experience in the, the, the tech field, but they see better job opportunities. What's really neat is that we've got 60 companies who need IT support people who hire the graduates of the certificate. And we have three universities that actually award college credit towards a bachelor's degree for people who have taken the certificate. So there's a really nice blend between industry certificates and college degrees. Now, I, I do think that on, online learning is here to stay, whether it's with a college degree, uh, industry certificates, or any other type of corporate learning, Online is going to be a major part of the learning process because it's efficient. And now, as you can see, week by week what's happening on campuses, it's not clear how much um, sort of certainty and consistency there will be on campuses as students kind of go on campus and then uh, when there are outbreaks, they're coming back off campus. So I think online is going to be a major part of learning in the future.
0: For sure. For anyone who's just joining us, you're listening to Randy Zuckerberg Means Business here on SiriusXM 132. We're speaking with Jeff Magiancalda, CEO at Coursera. Um, Jeff, you've had years of experience now in making online classes engaging and exciting and learning the best practices of them. Now, suddenly, there are millions of, of schools who are just scrambling to put their classes online. What are some best practices that you've seen on how to make virtual learning engaging?
1: Yeah, thanks, Randy. You know, we are about to publish a big paper where we, we've had 170 million course enrollments that we've tracked. And so for all these 170 million enrollments, we watch, you know, what do the students do? Where do they stop? Where do they start? Where do they do well? And we have, like with Amazon, we have um, learner reviews. So every course gets star ratings based on how the learners feel about the course. So we did this big analysis that really looked at what are the predictors of courses, not that we like, courses that students like. And it turns out that some of the major factors, perhaps not surprisingly, is um, the quality of the content. So is it clear and is is it easy to learn the material? The instructor matters. Is the instructor engaging? The format matters a lot. And a lot of it is the, 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 um, the learning needs to be broken up into small, bite-sized pieces. And so a typical course on Coursera is about 10 hours. But our university partners have become very good online at breaking those courses into 5- to 10-minute lectures and quizzes and projects and video prompts. So it's very engaging, including peer-reviewed questions. And so it's small, bite-sized pieces and more engagement. I think what most people are starting to really feel a little bit tired of, our two-hour Zoom videos with just one person talking and everybody else staring at a screen. That does not seem to be a recipe for student satisfaction.
0: Mm, for sure. Thank you for, for sharing that. Jeff, in our final minutes together, I wanted to hear a little bit about, I know you've uh, launched some initiatives in response to COVID-19.
1: Yeah. We saw, you know, one of our partners, Duke, uh, has a joint venture with University of Wuhan and they have a campus in China. And in late January, I got a call from our partner at Duke saying, uh, we have just closed down the campus, uh, quarantined it because of COVID. We need help. And we have a product called Coursera for Campus. So we said, all right, Duke, here's what we'll do. We'll give you guys free access to Coursera for Campus since your, um, your campus got shut down. And so all the students and professors got free access to like 4,000 courses. Our university partners all agreed, yeah, we should totally do this to help schools that are closed. By April, 1.6 billion students had their schools closed. Ninety percent of every student in the world from kindergarten to college had their school closed. So we talked to our partners, and they agreed we should make Coursera for Campus available to every college and university in the world for free through September 30th. And since March, when we launched it, we've had 10,000 colleges Uh, use it. 1.6 million students, 11 million course enrollments, 30 million hours of learning, all for free for students who've had their, their campus closed. And then we did something similar with what we call the Workforce Recovery Initiative. This is a version of Coursera for government that's free to any government at the national, state, or local level in the world. For anyone who's become unemployed, they can get free access to our university partners courses through Coursera for free through the end of 2020. And we've had Uh, 70 countries and 25 of the U.S. states embrace this to help reskill people during this time of high unemployment.
0: This is fabulous. Jeff, thank you so much. Where can people go to learn more about Coursera? And what would you recommend as a great starter course to take on there?
1: You know, I would go to Coursera.org is our URL. You could just type in Coursera into Google and you'll get there immediately. And, you know, one of my favorite courses and one of the top five uh, of all time is Learning How to Learn I'll just mention quickly, the top five courses so far this year are, number one, the science of well-being by Yale, number two, programming for everybody, starting with Python from Michigan, number three is COVID-19 contact tracing from Johns Hopkins, number four is machine learning from Stanford, and number five is English for career development from University of Pennsylvania. All of those are top courses this year.
0: Wow. Well, that I want to I want to end this show and go sign up for some of those. Uh, Jeff Magian Caldas, CEO at Coursera, thank you so much for joining us today. Stay safe. Thank you for being such a pioneer in online learning.
1: Thanks, Randy. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having
0: me. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play.